0: you're listening to the holy hot mess mom podcast i'm heather and i like to treat this podcast like we're just old friends sitting around on our jam jams with no makeup a messy bun and probably some sort of bodily fluid on our shirt from a child in this show we chat about homemaking simplifying mommyhood jesus and everything in between this is a place where we embrace that life can sometimes be a crazy beautiful hilarious mess i want to give you the encouragement support and some practical tips to help you thrive, even when some days you might feel like you're riding the Holy Hot Mess Express. So grab a cup of coffee or wine if it's been one of those days, relax, and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome back. So we are on episode 20 of the podcast, and today we're talking about, and this is kind of faithy, kind of practical, kind of whatever you want to take it. We're talking about your body as a temple. And we're going to kind of go into different aspects of this, but I want to start out with a story. So there once was a family who was pretty well off and they paid a painter to come paint their family portrait. And this woman came and she painted them and she went back and she worked on it and she would come back and do some tweaks. She would go back and so, for months and months and months and months, this woman was in her art studio, creating this portrait of this family of seven, so two parents, five kids, and finally, the painting was done. it was all dry, it was framed, and this artist was ready to present her work and she brought the painting to this family's home, and the whole family gathered. I sat on the couch, and the woman. Unveiled the painting, and she's so proud at this masterpiece. She's just spent probably the past six months working on, it. and the family looked at it and they said, "Oh my gosh, that's wonderful! Oh, how beautiful is this picture? Oh, this this painting is just absolutely amazing." And the mom says, "I can't wait to hang it up right here in the living room," and blah 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 blah. And they they you know, pay the lady or whatever. And the artist ends up leaving. And the second the door closes, one of the daughters in the family said, mom, that doesn't look like you at all. That nose is crooked. The ears are lopsided. And that definitely doesn't look like my hair. The hair looks really frizzy and my hair's not that frizzy. And that doesn't even look like dad because dad has a mole by his, on his neck. And that doesn't have a mole by his neck. And and they're just, they they all just start picking apart this piece of art one by one. If you think about it, we are the master, masterpiece and the artist is God. Every time we look in a mirror and we say, oh, look at this scar from this C-section or look at how wrinkly my skin looks from being stretched out from having twins Or, oh, the double chins I had in that picture I just took of myself. Oh, I can't stand my complexion. You are criticizing something that in the eyes of God is absolutely perfect. You know, he created you and everything that you are and you're perfection to him. Just like that piece of art that the artist painted for months and months and months, that was perfection to her. And we're letting our views of the world and our views of what perfection should be Influence how we think about ourselves. And that's going to pass on to how our children think about themselves. And I really struggle with this body image of myself and, you know, this wishing that I had that hot varsity dancer in college body and, you know, I could wear these jeans that make my butt look great and everything. But I feel like God is within me and I'm just telling him that he didn't do well enough with me. You know, he didn't make me good enough. And I really struggle with that because I need to be able to appreciate my body. We need to, especially if you've had children, if you've lived through a horrible accident, if you've lived through a traumatic experience, we should love and appreciate the strength and beauty that is our body, but... We also have to find a balance between loving the body we were given and not defacing the temple that God lives within. When you talk about the temple, back in days when there was a legitimate temple in Jerusalem where God physically lived, you had to be cleansed, you had to be a priest, you had to be a special person in order to be cleansed and entered into that temple to speak and be with God after Jesus came, you no longer needed to be a priest with this ritual water cleansing to enter this temple. Jesus came and through John the Baptist gave us baptism. So now we can be cleansed and the Holy Spirit dwells within us, which if God's living within something, that is then the temple. So our bodies are these temples that God is physically living within, whether you try to stifle that or not. But we have to look at how we're treating our bodies in a million different ways in light of how we are treating the temple. Is God screaming at us like the money changers in the temple and he wants to come flip it over because he's like, your family has a history of of being diabetic and you've got all these family members that have heart issues issues you're genetically predisposed to X, Y, and Z, and you're still putting horrible food that you know is bad for you in you. that is that something that we're treating our body? It goes the same with the way that we present ourselves, the words we use, things like that. But just today, I'm specifically talking about health. It's really something I struggle with because my degree, <laughs> my four-year bachelor's degree is a science degree in human nutrition, foods, and exercise from Virginia Tech. I have worked with elite athletes, gymnasts, football players, basketball players, wrestlers. I have worked with obese populations, with pregnant populations. I've even personal trained people recovering from battling cancer. I have all of this knowledge and yet I struggle on a deep, deep, deep level with food and my relationship with food. And it is an interior struggle between loving the body that God has given me, that has given birth to four children, two of whom were in me at the same time, which if birth itself is not a miracle, having two humans inside you at the same time is like a quadruple miracle. But then also these races I'm shoving in my mouth on days that I am completely stressed out because of all my children. That's not me showing proper respect to the temple. You can take it even further that we can use this, God loves you anyways, as an excuse to let ourselves go. And what I mean by letting yourself go is, homegirl, if your hips are a size 10, like mine probably are, because I've had all these kids, your hips are gonna be a size 10 and you need to embrace that and do you boo boo. But if you cannot walk upstairs, holding your kids in your arms when they're asleep to put them to bed without huffing and puffing, then you're not training your body well for the job, for the vocation God has put you on this earth to do. Just like a basketball player whose job is to play basketball has to make sure that he takes care of his body in order to be able to adequately do his job, his calling on earth, if that's what his calling is, just like a A pastor cannot adequately do his job unless he is training his mind and his heart and his soul to do the job. We as moms or aunts or uncles or (laughs) whatever you are, we also have to look at it like, am I not cleansing this temple well enough to be able to let God live through me and do the things I'm supposed to do and do them well? This is all kind of a start on healthy goal setting. In November of 2018, I got back to got back to Louisiana, joined CrossFit again, and I decided I was going to start tackling my sin of gluttony. And some people worry that that can screw up your relationship with food and blah, 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 blah. But you know what? My relationship with food was out the window years ago. When I started eating my way through my anxiety disorder, I started out at 172 pounds in November. I'm only down to 164, but I've seen a huge transformation in my body and how I feel and how I can keep up with my children. I've given myself a higher purpose than I want to lose 20 pounds. I've realized the calling That it's not okay for me to rely on food and the high that it gives me to do anything but fuel my body. I'm relying on food when I'm stressed instead of relying on prayer and relying on God. I'm relying on this temporary pleasure satisfaction that feels good at the time, but it's not lasting. I'm not putting my hope and my faith and my need in God. I'm putting it in chocolate and in unhealthy binges I'm doing in the middle of the night. I really decided that I was gonna step up and make myself accountable. And that's something you can do too. Whether you are 95 pounds and feel like cardiovascularly, you can't keep up with your children. Whether you're 400 pounds and you just feel like you can't fold laundry without getting winded. You have to find the point where you say, I'm not taking well enough care of myself In order to do the job God gave me. And that could be being a CEO of a company. That could be being a mom. That could be just wiping nasty butts all day. doesn't matter what it is, but you have to step back and say, I'm going to find that balance between loving this body that has done so many amazing, wonderful things to me and also not defacing the temple that God is living within The next episode, um, the next practical episode, so episode 22, I'm actually gonna have my sister on the podcast. Her name is Brittany. She has her undergraduate degree in communications and her master's degree in public health. So we both are in the health realm with our education and we both struggle with food. We like to say that carbs are in our genes, like our physical hereditary genes and our size eight, we have huge butts genes. (laughs) but we're going to be on talking about how we in November decided to make a change. And we've been holding each other accountable. We've been loving each other through it and giving each other grace when we screw up, motivating, keeping track, but not in an unhealthy, obsessive way. We've been doing it in a forgive yourself, move on. How can we make this better? Let's check in with each other. And so because of that, we've actually created this community online that people are starting to find. And it's awesome. It's called Holy Fit and Healthy. And you can find us on Facebook in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Holy Fit Healthy. So you can go to holyhotmessmom.com slash Holy Fit Healthy. And And you can get access into the group and it's totally free. And we're posting motivation and workouts and ways to track, you know, how you're losing and ways to get more water intake. And we're just kind of helping coaching each other, but we're also praying for each other and teaching each other to pray and meditate to get us through the hard times, to find ways to get yourself around the times that you're relying on things like the comfort of eating candy or chocolate chips in the middle of the night, whenever you're stressed, instead of relying on God. I really encourage you to head over to holyhotmessmom.com slash holyfithealthy and get in with this group of women. Introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are, maybe what motivates you, but like on a deeper level, like you want to lose 10 pounds why do you want to lose 10 pounds? Well, I want to lose 10 pounds because I want to fit into my jeans. Yeah. But why do you want to fit into those jeans? Well, I want to fit into those jeans because I want to feel better about myself and I want my kids to see confidence in their mommy. That is why you want to do it. Go on there, add yourself to the group, say hi, tell us what motivates you. And hopefully we can all kind of start this weight loss journey Um, and continue it and keep each other motivated together. So like I said, next episode, we're going to be chatting about goal setting and kind of what me and my sister have been doing that have really been helping us. And I hope, I hope everybody comes to that episode and enjoys what we have to offer. This episode is over, but there's lots more content for you to check out on my website. Head over to holyhotmessmom.com for all sorts of downloads, posts, and ridiculous stories, as well as the show notes for today's episode. Don't forget to find me on Instagram and Facebook at Holy Hot Mess Mom, as well as in our exclusive Mama Facebook group by searching Holy Hot Mess Mamas. That's Holy Hot Mess, M A M A S, so we can connect, share, encourage, uplift, laugh, and be virtual best friends. Do you have a topic or something you want to hear about on the show? Shoot me an email at podcast at holyhotmessmom.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions. If you like this episode, would you do me a huge favor and head over to your podcast app and give us a rating and review so that more ladies can find our podcast. The more great reviews we have, the wider we reach with our support, tips, laughs, and encouragement. I would really appreciate it. Until next time.